live show and I'm very excited that you guys are willing to be on here and thanks to the crown for having us <laughs> thank you for letting us being your live recording guinea pigs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hopefully it'll go yeah. smoothly um, uh, well to help things go smoother could you gentlemen please pick up those microphones yeah, yeah, and put yeah. them in your faces okay <laughs> thank you so much and uh, let's get started um, by just saying your name and who you are for people that listen to this at home so Kathleen can we start with you hi my name is Kathleen um, and I play guitar I sing and yeah that's me <laughs> oh, I'm Alex I play guitar as well uh, I'm Matt, and I play drums. And I'm um, Kurt, and I play bass. All right, cool. Oh, hang on. We're doing some mic stuff. Okay. So <laughs> it, are you guys okay sharing Alex that then? Okay. Share, yeah. mm -hmm. All right. Um, so let's start. A good place to start is at the beginning. So you guys have been in band for quite a while now. Can you talk about how you met and what that was like? I'll take this one, Kelsey. Thanks. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> um, well, actually, uh, Alex, Kurt, and I uh, met a long time ago at this point, almost, uh, in fact, almost 20 years ago. Uh, I won't say how old we are. You can <laughs> let your imagination run wild there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we had all kind of met. Um, they had been in bands together, Alex and Kurt had been. Um, and I kind of met them like going to shows. Uh, you know, I was into music too. We had a lot of mutual friends. Um, it was in Montgomery County. Uh, I was, I went to Seneca Valley, they went to Watkins Mill, and so they were just like the next town over. And yeah, we just met going to shows. I think a lot of them happened at places like Corner Kick, Fantas, like that kind of <laughs> that kind of stuff back in the day. Um, none of these places exist anymore. Right. Um, so but thankfully they were around long enough for us to form this lovely friendship that we have today. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so uh, we had another drummer in the beginning. Um, but then uh, Matt, uh, we had known for a while, just like kind of, you know, we all ended up, you know, like I said, we, I mentioned Montgomery County, but one by one, we all kind of moved up to uh, Baltimore area. Um, and then, you know, our first drummer didn't work out. And so we knew Matt through a lot of mutual friends. Again, like a lot, making, making th friends through music in this town is really easy because there's a ton of yeah. <laughs> musicians to it's, be had. It's great. No, it's awesome. Um, so yeah, so uh, Matt actually ended up uh, taking our original drummer's place because he wasn't able to go on the one tour we've ever been on. <laughs> um, we have nine to five jobs, it's tricky, you guys. Yeah. Um, and we have since our 20s, so it's like... <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, so Matt was able to take over and we just, you know, we got along with him really well. We realized that maybe he had a more accommodating schedule and we were like, hey, do you want to just, you know, continue to do this if you're interested? And he said, yeah, so, you know, that, that was that. We're very happy. We're very happy yeah. we found him. <laughs> I saw her, oh no. <laughs> oh, oh so no. I, I don't know. I saw them a bunch of times. Oh, they don't know. I had seen them because Kurt and I worked at the sidebar together. <laughs> Uh, that's how Kurt and I met, I think, possibly, <laughs> or a party or something. And then I started working at Sidebar. I think I went to a show at Sidebar, and then I got a. I was like, "Oh, do you work here now?" And it's like, "Oh, okay, Sounds that's <laughs> fine, I guess." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd seen them a whole bunch, and I remember the first time we practiced, like at the the 
other practice space that closed, but uh, like they were like, we're just gonna play the songs and you just figure it out or whatever. And like I'd seen them enough times, I knew where all the parts were or whatever. Yeah. And you guys were like, oh, you already know these. And I was like, uh, yeah, because I've seen you guys play a shitload. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about that, Matt. So like you were kind of a fan first, and then uh, or at least had seen them. At the I was show. a super fan okay. first. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't I, want to blow up your spot by, by saying that. Well, but. by working yeah. at Sidebar, I saw almost every show. So. Yeah. <laughs> by proxy, I was a super fan. You're a fan of every band you've seen, I'm sure. So. <laughs> oh, and also uh, at that no, particular no, no, time no. when we were in a band, we were playing like twice a week, every week. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was, yeah. it was oh, ridiculous. That's oh, it was way too much. But at the time, we didn't like we didn't think about that as being like a problem. We were just like, yeah, we're going to play this show. Well, I was going to be at a bar yeah. anyway. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so what was it like fitting into this band that you already had like uh, a concept of and parameters for? Uh, I don't know. I thought everything was pretty organic. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I guess I just I'm just a little more aggressive than what they were before. Sure. I suppose. I suppose. I think that's fair. Like to when say, you like yeah. you get, like when I first saw them, it was like it was really seamless though. Like I feel like we had been trying to like. Yeah, Matt just gave us like this extra like kind of like power and like in the pocketness that we kind of um, that just like it just meshed really well. Like it was just one of those kind of things where like he should, you know, we kind of like asked him as just like a fill in, but we were like, hey, this is this is pretty good. <laughs> like we all like this a lot, and like it just it and just it was made a, sense. And it was a good fit personality wise too. Like I get to play music with like three of my closest friends, so like Aww. I'm pretty lucky. That, yeah. yeah, that's oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's good. Well, um, speaking of playing music, yeah, it was last year, right? You guys put out a a record, yes. and uh, mm -hmm. let's listen to a song from it um, called Last Beat. If we can cue up Last Beat real quick, let everybody listen to it.
Yes. God, I love that song. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> thank you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that song, let's talk about the drums first because you were talking about being a hard-hitting drummer and the drums in there just like drive the whole thing for me. It's so good. Um, so, at, uh, uh, by this time, you're like a writing member of the band. You're not, so you came up with the, that part, right? Like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it, yeah, pr pretty much. That was one of the funnier things. Like when I took over in the band, the old drummer came and saw us play one time, and he was like, "He was like, I noticed you did this thing different." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I'm a different person doing <laughs> the thing." So yeah, I did it differently. It was like weird. I was like, "Why would you even say that to another person?" Like, no, I. <laughs> like, it was weird. I'm uh, old man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Somebody once told. I think it was Maddie. Uh, Maddie Pants told me one time. Uh, he was like, he was like, you play the drums that I hear in my head, nice. and like the way we write songs is sort of just like, somebody will come in with a part, and then they show it to, while well, they're just all showing it to each other, they just like kind of think of something, and then by the time we've played it, it's just it's like done, yeah, kind of thing, except yeah. for like certain parts, like the the fill at the end of that thing kind of came from after we played it a few times, and yeah. or at the end of every like repeat of the verse. Mm -hmm was because Kurt's doing this like doo-doo-doo -do -do thing. And I was like, well, I'm going to do I'm going to do a thing. We do that a lot, though. It's a lot of like, hey, did you do that doodle-a-dude again? And then we're like, I'm going to do a doodle-a-dude, too. But it really, like, I mean, it's it's super untechnical, but Matt's really kind of like, it's a good, like, description of, like, how it happens. It's like one of us will be like, hey, I've got this thing that I want to, like, try to, like, turn into a complete song. And then, like, Sometimes, like, we'll ask for a specific thing, but for the most time, I, for the most part, I feel like it's just like, hey, we want it to kind of sound like, like, we want the tone to be like this, and Matt's yeah. like, oh, okay, and like, so it's like, yeah. The nice thing about it is like, everyone kind of like, I feel like for the most part, we're pretty democratic about how we like approach songwriting. Like, it's nice to like be in a band too with like people who are like, you trust that like they're really good at what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so like you don't need to tell, like you already know that like, <laughs> and also we've been playing together for like a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> so that helps too. We're definitely at the point where we can just be like, yeah, do the doodly do. And then it's, <laughs> it's just doodly done. Yeah. <laughs> there was also, what was it? Uh, the album we recorded at Kreshmir's house with Patrick from the safes came down to record it with us. And there was a, there was a song we were playing and I had this like, <laughs> I admit, admittedly, it was weird. It was a weird drum beat. I thought it was cool, though. And I was like, this is the song. And we played it like that for a long time. And then we went into the studio, and Patrick was like, don't do that. He was like, why don't you try not doing that and just playing something normal? And I was like, fine. And then it was that way forever. So like sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out, but. <laughs> yeah. So for that sp song specifically, for Last Beat, um, talk to me about how that came together. Did, uh, did someone bring a part that was built upon or like? Well, for the two songs that we're gonna kind of talk about tonight, um, this one uh, I probably had the most uh, to do with. Like I said, it's pretty democratic, but generally what happens is someone will start off with an idea um, sometimes it's more of a complete idea, sometimes it's less of a complete idea, sometimes it's like, I just had this thing that like I felt really inspired to do, I've got this complete idea. Other times it's like, hey, I've got this part, but I really like it, like, what can you bring to it? In this, like, a lot of the times, like, we'll write songs that way, but in this case, um, I was kind of like, I've got these parts, Guys, help me put them together, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which they are very good at, because sometimes, like, I just get 
really excited about like you know these parts, but I don't necessarily know how to like make them work together, which is where these guys come in. <laughs> um, and then the other song that we're gonna do, like Alex wrote the melody, and like so it kind of depends. Like sometimes like Kurt will bring a song in, and I'll say like this is kind of like uh, I have this part. This is how I kind of. This is what I kind of want it to be about. Um, I've got some lyrics, like, or sometimes he's got more. Sometimes he's got less. Sometimes we'll write like a chorus. Yeah. And be like, this is what the song's about, but write your own verses. Yeah. <laughs> this idea. And like that'll happen with emotion. Alex too, because I think that they realize that like because they're not doing like they kind of let me do what I want with vocals, which is pretty cool. Um, just like I like you know I mean like we all kind of respect each other's like spaces and abilities. I feel like for the most part, like there's definitely sometimes you have a specific idea in your mind and you're like, I really want this to happen, but it's usually not like, it's usually like bits and pieces. It's usually not the whole thing. Usually it's like, you know, we can get together in a room. Somebody has, somebody brings something to the table and we hash it out and make it work. Um, in this case, this is probably more of me um, for this particular idea. Um, but like I said, we all kind of like that, that role changes hands depending on who brings the idea to the table. But yeah, <laughs> and if we can talk about the vocals, I yeah. you know not, uh, I think you're a really really strong vocalist, Thank you. and I, I wanted to because you have you have an ability to like yell convincingly and also like I was the, the youngest sibling in my family, so I had a lot of practice at that. Yeah, that's the secret. Exactly. It's yeah yeah being being the being the runt of the litter, <laughs> you got to be loud. <laughs> but you also like it's, especially with some of the other bands you're in. There's you know you can do those sweet backup vocals too oh, yeah. so um yeah so talk to me about like who has inspired you as a vocalist and uh and then we'll get to the specifics of like the lyrics of the song well it's, it's vocal vocalist inspiration is easy for me like my top two are tina turner and dusty springfield <gasps> great absolutely that is a dream they are like i don't even have to hesitate like i just i know that like they are just my two those are my top two female vocalists like of all time for very different reasons, but I think that like both of those women are exceptional artists, and like they know how to use their instrument, their voice very well. Yeah. So that's kind of my like. Those two are like I will build an altar to either one of them and worship them every day. <laughs> yeah. And rightfully so. Yes, I think so. <laughs> and um, let's let's pick apart some of the lyrics sure. on this too. So um, just walk me through like what was on your mind when you were getting to writing that stuff. Who boy. All right. Uh, well, um, I'll give you the I'll give you the short version because I can I can wax on about this stuff indefinitely, <laughs> but I won't waste your time. Um, I like to kind of get down in the weeds with some of this stuff. Um, I have a problem, ugh. <laughs> I like a lot of stream of consciousness, um, so I don't, I'm not very good at writing narratives per se, um, but more so of just like creating a feeling. Um, sometimes it, it can be kind of disjointed. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit, I feel like most people who write songs can be a little bit self-conscious because you are kind of putting yourself out there in a big way and you really don't want to look like an idiot or embarrass yourself so like you know you want to try to be cool but also like try to be true to yourself and like you know express whatever it is you want to express um thankfully i'm past the coolness thing i'm too old for that <laughs> i don't care anymore uh, it's, it's a good feeling <laughs> oh it's fantastic um but in this case um i would say that like i can remember specifically i was listening to a lot of not that it probably translates very well um but the title last beat i kind of stole from gun club sex beat i was listening to that song oh, nice. a lot while i was and i just like the idea of like just a like singing a song like kind of having a a beat or a rhythm be representative of something 
Um, so that's kind of probably where the similarity ends. <laughs> not that I'm not a huge fan of Gun Club, because I totally am, but uh, yeah, for that one uh, particularly, um, yeah, just kind of like the last beat in this case represents like, you know, you're kind of throwing all of your energy into being expressive or trying to create like a feeling or something to kind of like purge another feeling from yourself. Like for me, writing songs is a, like, it's a, it's a wonderful coping mechanism. <laughs> and I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure for a lot of musicians, that's probably the driving force, you know, <laughs> there's Absolutely. like, you know, you want girls and drugs or you just desperately need to like get something off your chest. <laughs> like those are the two categories, probably they overlap sometimes, but like for me, it's always been like the latter. Um, but yeah, so just kind of like that being representative of like, you know, just throwing all of your energy into trying to get these feelings out and how like, you know, you're going to kill yourself if like, you know, if this is the only way you can get that off yeah. your chest, like, you know, it's too much. <laughs> and I'm sure like we've all had experiences where we just feel overwhelmed or like super anxious or, you know, life, life's a doozy from time to time. <laughs> you know, we've all experienced it. But uh, that personally for me, that's kind of, yeah, it's just all representative of just like, you know, not kind of, not kind of feeling okay in the space that you're in, sort of like, wanting to get out of it, wanting to make it better, but kind of feeling lost in how to do that. You know, you know that things aren't right, but you don't know how to necessarily correct them. So it's just like taking the approach of like, all right, well, maybe if I can just kind of like get this stuff out of my system, maybe that's the first step in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a cathartic, like just blah. Totally, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and um, I, I really like the guitar, the, the guitar licks, so if we can talk about that oh, real thank quick. You. Yeah, um, I, I really admire your lead stuff that I've seen you do. I don't know how much there is you can tell me about writing that, but was there maybe something that inspired this particular, uh, the, the lick at the end and everything, or? I mean, uh, I guess one thing when we all write songs together, um, a lot of times nowadays, uh, Kathleen has the vocal melodies and um, a lot of the song structures. And I think that we kind of just add our own uh, kind of perspectives and influences to that. So for me, um, my favorite guitar players are from the, the 50s and 60s. Yeah. So a lot of my solos are gonna be like Chuck Berry-ish or like oh, my favorite guitar player um, for this kind of stuff is uh, Mickey Baker. He's, um, I don't know if you remember Mickey and Sylvia from the 60s. No. Uh, they had a song called Honestly, You're the One. That was on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Oh, Sylvia. Uh, yes, <laughs> Mickey. Yeah, you, know, you all know it. You just don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, Mickey Baker, before Mickey and Sylvia, he was a session guitarist, and he played on all these really cool jump blues and rockabilly albums, and he was just an awesome guitarist. So he does a lot of like bendy guitar solos mm -hmm. and I love bendy guitar solos. Yeah, same, and, same. Yeah. And he, he inspired a lot of uh, surf guitar in the 60s, things like that. So so a lot of times, you know, I think about uh, different guitar players I like and you kind of can't escape it. It becomes a reflex just to play these solos. So in that song, in Last Beat, when uh, Kathleen's doing the vocal part during the guitar solo, we're kind of working off of each other. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, um, what would, Kathleen's vocal part be like if I was just doing a bendy solo and that's pretty much a bendy version of your vocals Oh, yeah, it is. but it kind of like ended up being like a really well-placed harmony like yeah. kind of like almost like when Thin Lizzy does their like you know dueling guitar solos kind of thing like my vocals and his like gu like guitar lead were kind of like at that like you know trying to achieve that sort of you know thing and also oh, like the, yeah and also like the uh the other song that we're actually uh gonna play live like that was like alex wrote all the melody um 
you know, for that, the only thing I contributed was just the vocal melody and the lyrics, but that was pretty much, I mean, like that, the musician, the musicianship is all his yeah. on that one, and I think it's a really good reflection of his style, because, yeah, it's very, like, kind of, like, I'll let him talk about, because he would know better how to describe it than I would, but I feel like it's, like, you know, kind of, like, mentioning, like, you know, these, like, you know, sort of, like, you know, guitar guys from the 50s, like, I feel like that song, Alex, those influences on Alex, like, really shine. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And um, so for the bass part, uh, Kurt, talk to me about that. Like, because this seems like a thing where you really could just kind of, like, have to lock in with the drums, but maybe there's, like, more more to it than just that. I don't know if you want to elaborate. Yeah, that's a lot of it. When Matt joined the band, for me, it was, like, a huge difference because he's the kind of drummer that, like, is really fun to play with as a bass player. We do a lot of things when we're talking about like the doodly doos, where he'll play like a little <laughs> role kids. that I work or run onto at the same time. Yeah. It's really fun to play with someone like that. Like my two favorite bass players are like Didi Ramone and uh, James Jamerson. Mm -hmm. So I like my bass to be either just like dumb and like fast, but like <laughs> there, or I like to be really thoughtful and like rhythmic yeah. and fun. So I like to do dumb with little moments of thoughtful <laughs> and rhythmic in there. Little It's really fun to play those uh, the rhythmic little fun things here. It and sounds there. like you got a chance to do that on this one, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's one thing that's fun. Since we write songs so collaboratively together, it's like we're good at like leaving space. Yeah. So every, everyone gets a moment to do something fun in mm -hmm. every song, mm -hmm. but that isn't like you're shoving something in someone's face, like, listen to the bass now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a bass solo. No one wants that. No, definitely not this Chris song. definitely had his moments to shine, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is on, uh, this is on the record, uh, Ride That Wave. And um, one of the things when I was listening to that that stuck out was the, the sound. Like it's, it's, how would I describe it? It's more of like a fuller, like maybe almost more like a pop type thing than some of your earlier stuff. So can you talk to me about like the recording process? Is it, did you go to like a studio versus? We recorded with uh, Kevin Bernstein at um, Undeveloped Nations. Developed oh, Nations. Okay. Developed Nations, Developed. ooh. <laughs> I undeveloped his nation, yeah. developing nations, oh man. <laughs> at Kevin Bernstein's studio, something about nations and developing them. He'll never listen to this. It's okay. <laughs> but he's my favorite person to record with. I'm like, going to edit it. I'm not going to edit every, it. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasize Kurt's mistake. Yeah. Every, like, pretty much every band I play with will record with Kevin nowadays. He's like so good to work with. He does so much like metal and heavy music mostly, but what he does with like us still, he just is really good at like capturing what you're doing and like listening to what you're doing. Like, I know what you're going for, and I can make it just sound a little bit better. Just like even the sound of the snare, I was like, that's a good snare. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, so uh, uh, I know that you guys recorded that a little while ago, but is there anything you can tell me about um, the process? Like, what, did you feel like it was any sort of departure from the earlier records? Um, one thing that I noticed when we recorded this one is in the past, we kind of just wanted to record as fast as possible and just because the recording process can be a little tedious yeah. at times for anyone, no matter how much you love the songs and the people you're recording with. But in this one, uh, Kevin kind of just wanted to like try some new things. And I noticed that um, a lot of times you don't know what the songs sound like until you record them. You play them live. I mean, we don't know what the lyrics are sometimes until that or, 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 or what the guitars sound like when they're really recorded. And then we realized that there was like 
we could actually add some more stuff to it, you know, more riffs. And and when we were talking to Kevin, he was just like, why don't you add three fuzz pedals at one time on this one song? <laughs> wow. And I was like, never thought of doing that. So, yeah, so yeah. Um, Don't encourage us, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I've but, thought of that before. Yeah, yeah, her thought of that. But, but it was kind of cool, though, because there's parts of songs that we play live now that we wouldn't play it live like that unless we experimented while recording. So mm. I think this process, we took our time a little more, which was kind of nice. It's like off. a luxury. Yeah. We felt like it paid off, I feel like. Yeah, it's a great, a great album, great sounding album, and um, so let's see. Uh, so I, I did want to ask um, before we started recording, we were talking, and uh, I, I mentioned that one of your records—I'm not sure which one it was—but had a very famous appearance on a <laughs> well-loved show. Uh, yes. Um, well, we, we we don't know exactly how this happened. Um, and sometimes it's nicer to just have the fantasy remain intact than it is to find the actual information. Um, but I think it's the sixth season. It's either the fifth or sixth season of Portlandia. Um, the first episode, uh, one of the sketches is Carrie Brownstein and Fred Armisen are talking to Killer Mike uh, about his new album and they're pretending to be record executives. Our album previous to this one makes a cameo in that sketch. Hands down the coolest thing that's ever happened to me because I happen to be a huge Slater Kenny fan. Oh, yeah. So like in my mind, like Carrie Brownstein and I have this like connection <laughs> and like, you know, it just like, you know, the, the the fates were like, you know, lined up and somehow this record got into her hands. I know none of that is probably true. I'm sure it happened totally I by think accident. It is true. But quite frankly, true. at the end of the day, when I lay my head on the pillow, I like to believe <laughs> that Carrie Brownstein and I somehow, somewhere, have this connection, even though I'm sure in reality we actually don't. Um, aside from, the, know, aside from the fact that I'm a total super fan of her, you know, music, but yeah. Maybe so. she's thinking the same thing when she lays her head on the floor. I would sincerely like to hope so, however unlikely that may be. <laughs> but yeah, so like I remember we kind of. Um, we found out, at least I found out about it kind of by accident. Like one of our friends, um, actually uh, Kreshmir, who recorded that record, uh, found out or he saw it and he was like, uh, hey guys, did, did you know about this? And we were like, uh, no. But it's probably like, yeah, one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. Oh yeah, I keep <laughs> Personally, yeah. Awesome. I don't know, something that I had a part in creating was in the same room with Carrie Brownstein, Fred Armisen, and Killer Mike. So, like, stick a fork in me, I'm done, you know? Well, I know that we only sold, like, 15 of those through the internet, so someone had to come to one of our shows and buy that, too. But it was also kind of weird because there were no other records displayed in that sketch. It was only our record, like a record of uh, an unknown band in Baltimore. It just doesn't make so any wild. sense. No. But, I have yeah. to. I, I don't remember seeing that. I'll have to go back and look for that episode now. It's the upper left corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, okay, so let's. Uh, are you guys planning on uh, recording any other material soon, or what's your what's in your future plans? Uh, not, we don't have anything uh, scheduled, at least for recording actively at the moment. Um, right now, we're just kind of playing shows, um, you know, just kind of doing what we're doing. I mean, we're, we're always working on new material. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're at the stage where we're ready to quite record that yet. Um, but yeah, we're always working on new songs. Um, you know, we've kind of had a busy time, so we're kind of like taking a little bit of a break just so everyone, uh, all of us, like we have a lot of stuff going on. So October has been a bit of a breather month. Uh, for all of us, which I'm sure we all appreciate because we're all busy people. Um, but yeah, so we've, uh, yeah, we've just got a couple of shows coming up. Um, trying to think. Uh, we are playing um, in, I know it's not until December, 
Um, but we're playing a, a, a really great show at Sidebar. Um, our friends Paul and Kate uh, put it on every year um, for their um, nonprofit, um, the John and Amy Mwini, uh Lung Cancer Foundation. Um, did Santa Love Broad play that? I, I think you guys made them. Yeah. I don't think we're doing it this time. Oh, okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, I know we've seen you guys like at that show. Yeah. So no, it's uh, always an amazing. Yeah. Lineup. It's a, it's a it's great so time. Like it's an amazing show. Like they do like a whole big raffle with it. Like so it's a, it's a total like all day experience. Like super fun. We're always thrilled to be a part of it. Um, so yeah, yeah, they gave away like a PRS, PRS guitar. PRS guitar. Yeah, at the uh, last one it was fucking sick. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's definitely like, and it's so many good bands, and it's for a great cause, and like I said, we're always thrilled to be a part of it. Um, and oh, yeah. did you say the date yet? Did oh, I did not. Uh, cons- well, December 6th? December 6th at Sidebar, I think. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, Something like that. that. Kurt's looking it up. Interested? Yeah, Kurt's going to verify that data. <laughs> December 7th. December 7th. You were so close. You were <laughs> so close. close. Yeah, so like, yeah, we've got some, uh, lo- yeah, I mean, we're always... You know, playing out locally. Uh, so yeah. I also want to point that that was in my calendar is Paul's bullshit thing about cancer. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! That's cold oh man! <laughs> it's only because it's Paul, and I yeah, told him I was uh, putting pa- it in. Paul and Kurt have like a a, a very uh, well-meaning. Um, <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. I love it. It's a, fr- it's a, it's a, a great very thing. friendly yeah. rivalry. Very I friendly rivalry. Donate money every year. Patient and say that. How dare he never you? would. He'll look in Paul's eyes and say it, but not actually. Yeah, but that's it's, just it's because that's the kind of relation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear, Paul's bullshit, not not cancer. Oh, okay. Good, good. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Paul's not bullshit either. We like Paul. <laughs> yeah. We all just right. like giving him a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> that sets the record straight. All right. Um, yeah. So anything else going on? After that? Uh, yeah, uh, that's really kind of, yeah, I mean, we just have a couple of uh, shows coming up locally, but other than that, yeah, we, we don't have, yeah, we're just kind of like building up our repertoire for more recording at the moment, so, yeah. Sounds good, sounds good. Um, so, let's see, is there anything else that we should cover that I haven't asked you about yet? Um, and uh, in a little bit, we can wrap up with the, with the performance, but, um, yeah, anything else? Uh, well, let me ask you this. Um, so you've been around, uh, a lot of the bands I talked to are actually like fairly new. Um, so you guys have been around like what, for, for like a decade or 15 so? Years. 15, yeah, 15 years. 15 years. So let's do this. Um, talk to me about like the Baltimore scene and the changes you've seen over the years. Cause I mean, it's Ooh. so dynamic. How much time do you have? <laughs> uh, about 10 minutes. So. <laughs> All right, well, I'll keep it short. Um, well, no, I mean, I have to say that like, I, I have not had a single complaint. I can't think of any reason to complain about being a band in this town. Um, even though like we really did kind of start off as more of a DC area band because of just like by virtue of where we lived. And there were just, it, back in those days, there were more venues in DC. Um, so we definitely, like, we're very lucky in that, like, we have this great connection with a lot of, like, DC area, like, bands and venues. And, like, we kind of have, like, our place, like, among, like, our friends there. So it's kind of nice, like, you know, just being able to, like, have that sort of camaraderie in more than one city. I think that's kind of neat. And I think that maybe that's something that's possibly a little bit more unique about us than with other bands uh, in town. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, and yeah, so like when we first started, there weren't a ton of venues in Baltimore. We played mostly in DC, but just seeing how this, the music scene amongst so many other creative pursuits in the city have just exploded over like the last like five years, 10 years, you know, even like two years. I mean, it's amazing, it's wonderful. There's 
it's a very, like, there's so much space in this city for all of it. And that's, like, kind of the best part about it is, like, everybody, like, is pumped about what everybody else is doing. And, like, there's a real sense of camaraderie and just, like, sort of, like, you know, you, you love, like... Yeah, it's just like we've created this weird little community. It's awesome. It's strange, but like, yeah, like I just I love I love going to see shows or like playing shows and knowing that I'm gonna run into like 20 of my friends, yeah. half of, half of whom are gonna be on stage either with me or before or after me or like whatever. Like it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my piece. That's great. Um, Same else with yeah. I, I, know, I guess for me, like, um, I, I moved to Baltimore in 2002 when I went to Micah. And I remember um, I was playing shows with other bands, you know, in, in the D.C. area before that. And I remember everyone was like, oh, man, Baltimore, it's like people throw bottles at you. It's like it's a scary place to play. And I was like, uh, OK. So when I first started, you know, moved up here and started playing in bands, I was like, it's really not that bad. It's like the thing is um, people are a little like rougher when they meet you here. But then they actually will want to be your friend and come back to see you. Whereas in D.C., it's a lot of randomness. And well, at least back then, I don't know what it's like now. But it's just like it seems like you know, p people might have been a little like less intimidating in, in D.C. But but you, you never really felt like you knew where you stood as much. But here, it's like the second I moved here, I made a lot of friends, and everyone was really cool. And and they would actually come out and support you more than once and, and <laughs> nice. would like you know buy you drinks and so I don't know I think that's why like I never moved back you know after I graduated I just stayed here and we actually started the band when I was still in school it was uh, 2004 so oh, okay. so it was just like um, we used to practice in my apartment on, in uh, Mount Vernon nice. and uh, I think Kurt was playing a toy drum or something just to have I a back so. I think our original recording I was playing toy drums yeah oh, that's I think amazing. it was my nephews <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was, so funny. and yeah. Kathleen and I were just like playing guitar and yeah. singing, and well, she was singing, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Uh, just, I guess, you're saying for like a band that's together for a long time in Baltimore, it is Baltimore. Seems like a lot of bands just like come and go real quick, which yeah. is cool because it's like you see like these bands that are like new, but you see the same people in them all the time, and sometimes it's weird when you're like, oh, we've been a band for 15 years. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's weird so when every band lasts like four years maximum usually. If our band was like a human, it'd be like getting ready to take its like driver's test or whatever, yeah. or like have a quinceanera, yeah, or a sweet a sweet sixteen next year. Yeah, there are plenty of bands that last like ten years. Ago, oh yeah, but stuff, it's obviously, but it's but like locally, so many, like, and I mean, I, I don't have to tell anyone who's a musician how much of a thankless pursuit it is. Mm. So like, yeah, the, like we're obviously not in it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cool. Unless there's anything else, uh, I would love to have you take us out on a song. Um, so what are we going to be listening to? Um, you wrote the song. Oh, it's, it's called The Longest Way, right? Longest Way. Yeah, it's called The Longest Way. Um, I wrote the music and Kathleen wrote the lyrics. And just a disclaimer, I have terrible natural rhythms. So <laughs> so forgive me if I get really off, off beat. But, uh, um, Can we get a drums. toy drum set in yeah. here? Yeah, I know. I've heard a, a toy drum set. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Kurt, play drums on the... Uh, so unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Oh, we'll um, you're oh. singing, right? Let me. Get yes. You wanna trade? Cool. Just do a mic adjustment here for people. All Just right. One second. All right, so this is the closest to acoustic we'll get. <laughs> Not for any other reason other than we just don't have. 
acoustic guitarist. It's not like it's not a lifestyle declaration. It's just we're, we weren't prepared. <laughs> All right, so this song is called "The Longest Way." Something fascinated my eyes Dragging me into the story nearby Minutes are attached to the walls Then who am I to be asked to recall? Find my chance to dissolve All of the suns and the moons And the comets and stars way and when I turn I took too long I can't decide if it's gone Every time I look to the side Life could be seen under varying times Spirals can connect from afar Making you wonder how many you are Forcing up time to involve All of the suns and the moons and the comets and stars to the crown for having us. Thanks Woo-hoo. to everybody out there. Thanks so much to these Lexi Tineros. Woo.